This Spyrocadamia review contains adult language, mature situations, overpowered drone technology, the mystery that is hammer space, awesome coffee shops with robot waiters, the Shinjuku station, chalkboard, very creepy private eyes, and Mokari! Listener discretion is advised. City Hunter Shinjuku Private Eyes. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Spark and Anime Review. This is your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hey, it's Greta. Hope you guys are doing good, and welcome to another edition of our often used but often forgotten Spark and Anime Review, the podcast where we tell you pros and cons about various anime series, theatrical films, and other things as well. It's been quite some time since we released an episode, but if you want to listen to the early ones, you can check them out at www.spyrocon.com. We're also on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and various other social media sites. Just type in Spyrocon and you'll find us. Uh, also, before I forget, something pretty cool. This is a fun one because we got to see the United States and Western World premiere. So that's kind of cool. Bum, bum, bum. I think that that's all the housekeeping. Do we have to say anything else? No, that's it. Uh, there's, there's some other stuff that I was talking about conventions we're going to be at and other things, but you can check that out in our manga review and movie review, yes. So, now that that's out of the way, let's get to the actual thing at hand, the conversation topic we have at hand, because, as I said, we were at Anime Boston and we got the privilege to watch a film that's based on a series that is kind of a big medium in the anime manga world. We actually reviewed the manga all the way back in episode 102 with Cal, so it's a while ago. I'll put the link in the show notes to that episode. It's pretty fun. We talk about some very diverse series, and while Cal was not a super fan of the main character, he did enjoy the procedural premise of this series. I think he was creeped out by the main character's more, we'll say, lecherous tendencies, but... The series that we're actually talking about is City Hunter. Now, this is a series that originally ran in 1985 to 1991 with 35 volumes. That's kind of crazy. It was released over here in Raijin Comics, which was more of a set-in magazine over here, so it was released for the more adult crowd, which kind of fits the, like I said, lecherous aspects of the main character. But this has had several adaptations. There's been numerous films, live-action and animated. There's been... Five TV series. The first one had 51 episodes. The second one had 63 episodes. The third one had 13 episodes. The fourth one had another 13 episodes. And the series after that 
had 15 episodes. So we're going to average that out. How many episodes do you think? Over 100? Sure. Something over like 200 episodes of this series, plus the movies themselves. And they have been all long and all over the place. And the crazy part about it also is that Jackie Chan himself did a movie with this. It's terrible. But if you look it up, you're going to see him dressed up in drag as Chung Lee fighting someone dressed up as Ken. It's hysterical and laughly bad. There's also a French version. I do not recommend watching it. It is a garbage series. The main character, though, is someone who is a huge fan of Ryu Saiba. And he has actually commissioned this to be released in France. So you got to give him some props there. Also, check out the Angel Heart series, which is on Crunchyroll right now. It's pretty faithful adaptation, even though I don't like how the main character looks compared to some other versions. So, now that that's out of the way, oh, we forgot to say, what is City Hunter about? Uh, City Hunter is the story of Ryo Saiba, a sweeper who's often chasing beautiful girls, and he's a private investigator who works to sweep Tokyo clean, specifically Shinjuku. And his whole thing is that it's an underground operation if you need help. You go to the blackboard at Shinjuku Station and you write down X, Y, Z. And then Ryu Saiba will save the day. Him and his partner, Kaori, who was the sister of his former partner. And they're kind of a couple, not really, maybe. There's romance, potentially. Also, she, whenever she's mad at Ryu for being a pervert, she pulls out a giant hammer and whacks him in the head. She's debatably the origin for hammer space. It's between her and Akane Tendo. But, Very uh, Saturday morning cartoon style. Yes. And this film uh, is City Hunter the movie Shinjuku Private Eyes. It's directed by Kenji Kodama. Written by Yoichi Kata. Music by Taku Iwasaki. Released by Sunrise. And it originally was released uh, the 8th of February 2019. We got it otherwise. And I've got to say, they have the original cast came back for this movie. I mean, these are people in their 70s and 80s, and they sound... Well, how do you think they sounded? They sounded not like they're in their 70s and 80s. According to the interview after the film, they, the actors, it was like slipping into old shoes. They enjoyed it. They just went right back into it. The mannerisms and all that, so it developed with it. And everyone's still alive, so that's good. But, uh... So Shinjuku Private Eyes is the story of Ryu Saiba and Kaori dealing with this mysterious technology that is known only as Mobius that theoretically can take over all technology and cause lots of problems. And they find out about this by protecting this girl whose father had been killed who worked on this project and stuff is going on with that. There's also a mystery going on with a former friend of Cowrie from when she was younger has shown up in her life. And he's now rich and well-to-do. And he is offered to take her on as a partner in exchange for her leaving with him. So it's now, will Cowrie leave Ryu? Will Ryu be able to solve this mystery? And what will happen in this crazy movie? Well, dun-dun-dun! We aren't going to tell you. Because I think this movie should be experienced by everybody. It's a unique film. It's a film which they took 80s characters and they modernized it for the present. It actually opens up with a car chase in modern day Shinjuku. And they have a lot of the modern day aspects to it. It's 
a lot of the updated material they have from it, which is the, uh, well, one is they're fighting, and there's a huge kerfuffle. I don't want to, actually, it's in the trailer, so we can talk about it. So, Ryu and Kaori are chasing after this guy in their little mini, and the, the bad guy pulls out a rocket launcher and shoots it, and Ryu, being the awesome guy he is, takes his giant magnum and shoots the rocket, hits it immediately with the magnum, but the place where the the rocket blows up is... In Godzilla's mouth. The Godzilla Hotel, so... Or, or right before <laughs> it, so it looks like Godzilla's breathing fire. And they show the modern day, because there's a huge chase sequence with guns and firefight, and are the people paying attention to this? No, they're taking pictures of Godzilla breathing fire and smoke. <laughs> they're like, okay, they're just focusing on their phones. Throughout this movie, the running joke is that the current populace, they are so lazy and don't know what's going on, because they're too busy looking at their phones. But from there, uh, he gets penalized by... Uh, I Shindo, the cop who he works with, and she's kind of cash, not cashing, she's chastising him <laughs> for him making Gojira breathe fire. And as they're going on, you also see the modern version of the chalkboard, because it's no longer a chalkboard in Shinjuku Station. It's actually an augmented reality chalkboard. So you need your phone to actually write it in, which was pretty cool. I love that it did that. Uh, there's the park that was there in a lot of the areas. It shows how cleaned up it's been since the original series came out, where it was Shinjuku was a place where you go for partying, and it's a place you go to hide out almost. Now it's more modern and a little more friendly, right? Very. They even have a robotic butler who's known as Mini Bozu, and it's very funny, his relationship with Ume Bozu, the surly bartender as well. Now, also we have a slight cameo from the actual owners of the Cat's Eye. We're talking about I, Hitomi, and Rui, the phantom thieves known as Cat's Eye. They show up, they have a nice little cameo. It does suck that it is literally a glorified cameo. They're in for maybe, they have three lines and they just show up and that's it. I would have liked a little bit more of them because they were promoted in the posters. Cat's Eye, guest starring, so I would have liked a little bit more of it. It's almost like how... Uh, Kaito Kid showed up in Detective Conan, but then he had major real estate on the poster. A little offensive, a little eh. But the film does a great job modernizing the world itself. The characters themselves, though, a lot of them do feel like they are stuck in the 80s or 90s. And the overarching plot with the villain who has created this device that will control all drones and technology... Feels very 1990s sci-fi, even though it's very modern. It just feels a little sci-fi. It's still a fun movie. I really do enjoy it. Also, this film has the best songs possible. Every single song that was in the original TV series, they have appearing somewhere. Their renditions of the film's music from the anime series are definitely on point. They focus on Angel Nights. They focus on Get Wild. All the songs that you've seen and heard and loved. They do great renditions of it. Also, fun fact, the day after the viewing, they had a concert with a band called XYZ, Har Har, that played all the music live, and they had the visuals from the film behind it. Of course, they said, do not use your camera because... Uh... Proprietary reasons. Yes. Also, we have to say that the lead singer, while having a great voice... She had some interesting dance moves. Uh, I think Stuck in the 70s would be a good example of that. I think the the City Hunter would have Mokori time. Mokori! 
And speaking of Mokori, let's get that out of the way. You gotta love Ryo Saiba, but like so many people say, in a Me Too post world, it feels a little caveman-y and like it doesn't feel like it should fit. In this. It was good for that time. I think it's... <laughs> it's interesting. It's interesting, but... While it is a little cringy, it does it doesn't detract from this film. I think this film still is a fun film to watch. It's a we, it's a weird, unique, great crime film with a lot of action. The comedy does great on yourself with running the same jokes of him being perverted, but the story keeps going. And I gotta say, it's pretty good. I'm gonna have to give this really, really, really fucking cool. I really did enjoy this film. I think you should definitely watch it and check it out. Uh, I know Discotech is releasing it, but... Uh, if you can find it, watch it. I think it's being released in theaters, maybe. I'll watch it again. You think it was it was worth watching in theaters, or it would have been better just watching on the TV? I think it's worth worth watching in theaters. Definitely. So, uh, I guess that's it. Uh, we have lots of other things we're, we've got to talk about, but we will get to that in a bit. So, anyway, hope you guys enjoyed. If you want us to talk about other anime movies, let us know. Uh, we're going to keep doing the anime review time. We have a lot of new series coming out. Uh, we're currently watching a lot of this spring anime series. I think the current big one we've been watching is... We're finishing off Dororo. We're finishing off uh, Demon Slayer. Uh, which, I gotta say, it's kind of interesting and weird. Especially with the one whiny guy who looks interesting. And kind of dumb. The blonde? I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Um, so with that in mind, this is Anne. I'm Greta. Uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Watch more anime. See you guys later.
彼は法で裁けぬ悪を討つ俺を呼んだのは君だろサエバリョウだシティハンター謎の組織に狙われる依頼人アイちゃんモデルなんだのもっこりパラダやめろカリサイコーやっぱりまた会えるなんてどういうこと幼なじみなのこんな素敵なデートしてたら好きになっちゃうよ今腕利きの傭兵たちに昇進がかけられている彼らの真の目的は愛の父親が開発した殺戮兵器じゃでもどうして愛ちゃんが狙われるの鍵を握っているのが愛ちゃんだからさサイバーさん鍵なんて私知らない大丈夫もう心配ないよやんちゃなお姫様だパートナーとして僕の仕事を近くで手伝ってほしいこの再会は運命だ新宿が戦場になる許せない久しぶりね反則だろうそれ準備はいい一人これが本当に力を持つということだ本当に強いのは自分の力を人のために使える人へ劇場版シティハンター新宿プライベートアイズ